The National Women's Soccer League kicks off March 16th on ION. Out in front to Williams. It's a new Saturday night destination featuring the best players in the world. Takes a shot, she scores! See the full schedule and find where to watch at IONNWSL.com. Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Whittacombe. Welcome to Parents in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice and, of course, tales of parenting woe. Because let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Hello, you're listening to Parents in Hell with... Lily, can you say Rob Beckett? Rob Beckett. And can you say Josh Widdicombe? Josh Widdicombe. Oh, there we go. Is that our first Glaswegians? Yeah, it's, I don't know if it's our first. But it's Glasgow, yeah? It is Glasgow, yeah. Gosh, are you that good at telling different Scottish accents? Do you know what it is? Kevin Bridges. I feel like I've said I'm good at this game, yeah, and I've not proved it. But I think I was just too het up. It's heading towards Christmas. I'm finished for Christmas. We're recording this at 8 a.m. For no reason, we've just found out. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> 8 a.m. on Wednesday, the 20th of December. I thought you needed to do it early for something. Yeah. You don't. You thought I needed to do it early for something. <laughs> I don't. Michael certainly didn't need to do it this early. He thought it was us. So we're all awake at 8 a.m., and we're listening to Glaswegians say our name. Welcome yeah. to the show. Oh, let's find out about the people as well. Rudy. Rudy. I think that is spelled R-U-A-R-I-D-H. I don't think that. Pardon? <laughs> she said Rudy, didn't she? Let's just listen again. Let's just listen again. God. Rudy, can you... Yeah, it's Rudy. 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 Can you say... Josh Whittacombe. R-U-A-R-I-D-H. Is that a Celtic name? I started listening to the podcast in the early days of maternity leave in 2021 and have been hooked since. I like to pass on tips to friends from the podcast saying I heard this in a parenting podcast I listened to, then realise it makes me sound like I'm a more logical parenting than I actually am. So I have to confirm it's actually a comedy podcast. Yeah, I'd say it's primarily a comedy podcast. Well, no, no. I'd say we primarily attempt to make it a comedy podcast. I'd argue that the listener decides. Yeah. How's it spelled again? R-U-A-D-I-D-H. Oh, uh, she's actually in Ballock, in brackets, 40-minute drive from Glasgow. It's Glasgow, isn't it? Right, come on. On the bonnie, bonnie banks of Loch Lomond. Right, can you tell me that spelling again? I'm going to find out. I'm guessing it's Gaelic. R-U-A-R. R-U-A-R. I-D-H. I-D-H. Right, okay. Uh, yeah, there's a few, actually. There's a couple of rugby players of it. It's an anglicisation. Yeah. How did you get that and you're not reading it? Of the Irish, Rurari, Rudari and Scottish Gaelic. It's it's pretty Scottish, actually. It's pretty Scottish. Who knew? <laughs> Glad you checked. That's really Scottish, actually. Rob. Yeah, go on. I've had the worst start to the Christmas holidays since the year I got COVID. No. Talk to me. How could it be that bad? It's been a fucking shocker from moment one. Okay, go on. Talk me through it because I hit you with two episodes in a row of my life. I've written down, this is fucking madness. A bit of light before that. Is everyone healthy and safe? 
Yes. Okay, were they all healthy? No, I wasn't healthy at one point. Yeah, I know, but you've got pre-existing stuff. I'm talking about new things. (laughs) Pre-existing stuff's the stuff that can kill you. Well, yeah, anything could kill you, really, can't it? As you might see. Okay. A bit of light first. Oh, come on. My daughter and her friend came round. Yeah. Incredibly, they wanted to go to the park. I couldn't believe it. So your daughter's friend came round. She still lives with you, doesn't she? It's not been that bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Nice to see my daughter. It's Christmas. (laughs) She came round to the new flat. Yeah, yeah, when I said I'm having a bad Christmas. Can't get my electric connected. I've got no Wi-Fi, Rose has left me, but apart yeah. from that, my 4G should manage on this call. Yeah, yeah. 8am's fine for me, actually, because I've got nothing to do today. I've been up all night crying. They keep playing rave music till about 7am, so I can just crack straight back on there and then get my eight hours, so pretty good for me, actually. We went to the park and they were doing the fight. You know that fireman's pole? No, no. You know, you get a fireman's pole in a park. Oh, right. Like, that was part of the yeah, play yeah. area, yeah. Yeah. And my daughter and friend came up to me because I was looking after my son away from them. Yeah. And they said, do you want to come and watch us do our pole show? <laughs> <laughs> and what was the pole show? It was just slided just down. It wasn't just it wasn't exotic. It wasn't, no, no. So I'll tell you what my daughter said in Wackamamas out loud, right? Oh, she's yeah. quite loud, my youngest. At the top of her voice, she's trying to do chopsticks, yeah? And she went, how do Chinese people do this? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this, that's not bad, but it felt so bad. And I was like, it's actually a Japanese restaurant, but yes, correct. Chinese people do use chopsticks as well. <laughs> how do the Chinese people do this? <laughs> Sorry, go on. Okay, I'll go from the start. Go on. Start of the holiday. We were flying into it, Rob. Right. Middle of last week, yeah, when school was breaking up. Also, you had a stressful week because you had to host last leg because Adam well, Hills... this is when it all starts. This is right. when it all starts, Rob. Okay. Tuesday, Christmas show, incredible. Incredible? Well, no, but <laughs> I found that. <laughs> no. No, no. Here's the key question. Would you have watched it if your child wasn't in it? I think that would be a weird, arrestable offence. No, no, no. Forget that. There's no suspicion. You're there as a lover of theatre. I wouldn't have gone to the West End. No, OK. But what I would say in its defence, because mm. they were doing some real Christmas classics. Yeah. At the end of the day, if you like Mariah Carey, you like Mariah Carey at the end of the day. Fair enough. OK, fair enough. By the way, if there's noise in the background, it's Lou trying to get the kids ready to go to... No, no, it's it's all good. Lou's, look at me trying to not get caught talking about Lou. Right. So this is Lou's plan this week, because I've got little bits of bobs of work, is to get them out of the house early and exhaust them, then bring them back, and then they can land yeah. the sofa and watch telly. So she booked soft play for 9.15am. But I don't know if that's mental, but also it would be empty. But they're currently, it's quarter past eight. She's trying to get them ready for it. So if there's noise, apologies. But So once again, us going at 8 a.m. was even more oh, per- mental. Absolutely mental. If I'd done it at 9 a.m., it would have been silent. Yeah. And I could have helped to get them ready. So this is <laughs> absolutely, I'd say the worst hour of the day for me to do this. <laughs> but we're here now. Right. It's Wednesday. It's yeah. Wednesday the 13th. It's the Christmas fate. Lovely. I spoke to you at the Christmas fate on the phone, didn't I? Yeah. We can talk about that if you want. So the Christmas fate. I was on the guess the weight of the bag stall. Right. There's a bag. East London, what is it? Gram? Two grams? <laughs> An eighth? 
you know, it was a bag of 200 quid's worth of stuff. And then for the kids, how many sweets in the box? Classic. And guess the name of the elf. Right, so a lot of admin for that. You just take names and details. It's sort of like a census almost. Rob, most people would be doing admin, mate. Something came over me. Go on. I was like the star on the first week of The Apprentice. You was getting people to the store and you was giving it It was fucking incredible. I was like... Mate, you look like the kind of person who wants to guess the weight of a bag. Oh, oh mate, you'd yes. want to win 200 quid worth of stuff. Then I went rogue. Yeah. Once it wasn't people around our stall, I was walking around the fake bringing people to our stall. Oh, you're soliciting. My dad runs a stall in Totnes Market, Rob. Yeah. I've got the gift of the gab, it turns out. Really? Who would have thought? Any other like turns of front? Was you doing like Tom Skinner's chat Bosch? at the end and stuff. Well, I was all like, it's three quid in, you win 200 quid. And also, I bet you're giving it a bit like, oh, you could pair of them trainers, they're worth like 200, come tell on. Tell you what. Get your money out, boy. Tell you what, you must have been to the gym, you'll know what a weight is, look at oh, this. Oh, bit of complimentary stuff, lovely. Yeah. it was unbelievable. Then, obviously, I think I'm coasting towards Christmas. Yeah. We've done the New Year and Christmas special the last leg, they're in the back. When are you supposed to be finishing then? This is the 13th, when are you done for Christmas? The last leg was the Friday. Oh, so Friday. So you've got quite a big gap. Oh, that's brilliant. Okay, so it's quite, yeah. I've got one voiceover, which was meant to be on this Monday. And this, they were the only things I had in. So I was like, this is the first Christmas I'm coasting in. I'm coasting in. Then it turns out Hilsey's got COVID. (laughs) So a last leg that's got three guests. Also, our Dick of the Year thing, which we do every year, which takes up half the show. You barely have to write for the last one, Rob. Fair enough. So this is an easy, heels he gets on, does his stuff, yada, yada, yada. You're on the beach, Rob. You're on the fucking beach. <laughs> couple Feet of jokes up. about Suella Braverman, and before you know it's Christmas. You've got a cup of slur on the go because you don't drink anymore. Exactly. You're flying. I know how to enjoy myself. <laughs> Can of fizzy water. Yeah. Anyway. San Pellegrino for Christmas. You normally have Highland Spring. You're flying. You're good to go. Hillsy's not hosting. Suddenly... Panic stations the whole week's very, very stressful. Yes. But we get through it. Can I talk about when you rang me from the phone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't sound like a man that was bossing life as a market trader. You rang me like you were on a ship that was sinking in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. (laughs) And my favourite bit was when you were begging your daughter to be quiet so you could talk to me. (laughs) Just please, just let me talk, please. I've got into more of that. I've got to stop begging them. But you did beg her. You literally begged her to let you talk. <laughs> please, just please. Oh, she lost it at me more than she's lost it at me before, right. two days ago. She's just done her first karate belt. She's got a different <laughs> belt now. <laughs> she got a bit of attitude. She's on the roids. She started having a go at me. She's really angry. Yeah. And she said, I'm going to use my karate on you. And it was so difficult not to laugh. Yeah, but she will be able to mess you up soon. She only got a red stripe on her belt. Fucking <laughs> hell, mate. She's six. <laughs> yeah, but I reckon your daughter with karate skills could beat you up at yeah, 10. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think you're staring down the barrel of a beatdown at 10 years of age if she yeah. continues with this progress. Yeah. So Wednesday, I'm still looking like a good week. Yeah. In the evening, it's QPR versus Plymouth, Rob. Yep. I get to go. Got tickets in the director's box, Rob. Oh, yeah. You, high flying exec, Christmas week. Went to the director's box, Plymouth all over them, got a player sent off after 25 minutes. Yeah. But because of our incredible 
team and manager, we get a point. Nil-nil. Incredible night. Josh, at the moment, apart from a little bit of extra work, this sounds pretty lovely. It sounds yeah, yeah, pretty... yeah. It's going, it's going. <laughs> Thursday. You're still on a bit of a high after the initial news about Hillsy. You're back at the yeah, football. You're, like, you're loving oh, life. Fine, yeah. <laughs> Thursday, I start to feel unwell. Oh, no. Yeah. But I think it's fine. It'll pass. Yeah. Obviously do a COVID check because I think I'm going to have got COVID when Hillsy got COVID. No COVID. So Thursday, fine. Friday, last leg. By this point, I'm feeling incredibly rough. <laughs> do the last leg. Goes well. We get two people to present Suella Raven with the Dick of the Year Award. Yeah. No one can establish if it's one of our constituent parishioners or whatever you'd call them or aides. Throws one of the microphones into the water. How did they? Yeah, four grand a microphone. Who knew? Oh, so they threw that in the water. All a bit of fun. How did that go on the video? It was talked about, but they didn't have footage of it. Oh, right. I saw the clip. Yeah. Pranks stresses me out, Rob. I wasn't... I hate, I hate pranks. Also, they scurried off. I thought they'd stand there and go, yep, you're the dick of the year, and this is why. I think she knew why. <laughs> why me? What have I done? What? You've got to be kidding me. Come on. Me. Also, I just sort of feel like these are real people, aren't they, these politicians, even though they're doing, like, mad shit at the moment. But, like, she's going to have, like, Christmas, and then, like, do her mates come around and just not talk about it? Or do they talk about it when they're on side because they've sort of drunk the Kool-Aid and they're like, yeah, she's trying to do this, do that? Or do they just not talk about it at Christmas? Like, I don't know. People come up at Christmas, they'll go, oh, I saw you and Ramesh in Lapland. Yeah, yeah. I saw you trying to stop the old boat. <laughs> Uh, what are you up to next year then, now that you're not doing that anymore? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know is the answer. Do you know, there's got to be a bit of banter at the Christmas table with, pass me the gravy boat. Whoa, hold up, Suella. Practice what you preach. <laughs> Stop that right there. See, here we go. He's not been on Mot the Week for 10 years, but he's still fucking got it, hasn't he? <laughs> Fast the boat. Oh, I'd have got loads out of that gravy stuff. It would have been better if I didn't say peach instead of preach. Oh, I didn't even ah, notice don't worry that. about it. Yeah, no, they'll, they'll sort it out in the edit. Yeah, yeah, Fine. exactly. They'll just cut to Andy Parsons and you can you can re-record it. Preach. There you go. Michael can use that. I think that's how I said it. <laughs> <laughs> if we edit that bit back in and when you say it, people will go, that sounded weird. And then the show will continue. Yeah, they'll find out go, oh, that's what happened. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, anyway so Friday. Friday. I get the show done. I'm feeling unwell, but I'm like, it's Christmas. Yeah. It's happening. I get in the car. I'm feeling really unwell. <laughs> and then I get a pain in my back. Right. Not my normal pains in my back. Yeah. You've yeah. got love eggs in. <laughs> you normally do that around Christmas, don't you? <laughs> That's not a pain, Rob. That's not. <laughs> That's not pain. That's pressure. I mean, ple- pleasure. Just <laughs> snip that in for me, please, Michael. <laughs> I get a stabbing pain. Oh, no. At the bottom of my lungs every time I breathe in. What? It feels like I've pulled a muscle in my back. And breathing in is making that muscle. Yeah. It's either that or you're dying. Yeah, one of the two. I get home. I'm like, I've pulled a muscle. All I need to do, I'm going to lie on the floor of the sitting room. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Rose is asleep. It's about half 12. I'm going to lie on the floor of the sitting room. Yeah. Just do some... Calm breathing, and it'll probably... Yeah, you've been a bit anxious, and it's like, I always find, I always get ill. Like, you've been working loads up until Christmas, so, yeah. So I dump my stuff down, go into the sitting room. I mean, a lot of pain by this point. The muscle's really in pain. I'm like, I'll just lie down. It's really difficult to get down. (laughs) 
put any pressure on that area. Right. And I managed to get down on my hands and knees. Okay. But every time I'm breathing in, I'm going, ah, ah. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> and I get onto my hands and knees yeah. and I realise I'm stuck. No. I can't get down any further. And I can't get up. And I'm just stuck on all fours on my hands and knees. Right. Kind of go, ah, in like severe pain. <laughs> Are you egging it on? Was it that bad? Rose got woken up by it. <laughs> Poor Rose. She texted me and she was like, are you all right? What's going on? <laughs> Love eggs, question mark. <laughs> Should I come down? <laughs> Honestly, Rob, it yeah. was fucking mental. I was right. on the floor of my sitting room. Hands and knees. Hands and knees and just couldn't move. I was stuck. Right. So, so what, what did you do? How did it? It took about five minutes. I couldn't get down to lying. It was just a write-off. Yeah. It took about five minutes to get back up to walking. Did Rose come and help you? No, because I couldn't really <laughs> reply to the text. I didn't want to shout because my son is in the room, yeah, kind of half landing before us. So it would be yeah to speak to Rose would wake him. Right, fair enough. Get upstairs. Did you have a fall? No, nothing had happened. No, but I'm saying that it feels like someone who's had a fall, who's stuck. No, I basically, I just kind of here he goes. I just got down. Right. And I had to get down like that. Like, just so there's no ever pressure on that muscle. Yeah. And then once I was like that. Right, Josh is on his hands and knees now. I just couldn't move. I was just fucked. Just forever. First night of prison style, yeah? <laughs> what happened? I go up, I get in bed, and I just lie back, and it subsides a bit. Mm. but I can't sleep on my side. <laughs> I'm like, this is weird. We're th like 40 and 37. Can you imagine what this podcast is going to descend into when we're like 62? Oh, no, it's fucking mental, Rob. Like, oh, what happened last night? Well, I, got, I went for a piss, blood everywhere. Then I shit myself. <laughs> How's your week? <laughs> so I managed to sleep on my back. I don't normally sleep on my back, but tiredness and illness yep. reigns. So you still feel fluey and you've got this pain in your lungs. Yeah. Yeah. Next morning, I wake up. Yeah. Still the same. Yeah. Little bit better, actually. Bit better. In the morning, I'm like, actually, I think that, that's gone a bit. Yeah. And I'm feeling a bit better. So get on with my day. And as the day goes on, the pain returns. <laughs> and this time, it's in the front as well as the back. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not sure this is a pulled muscle. Yeah, it should be spreading. Because it seems to be spreading. <laughs> So I go to A&E. <laughs> of course you do. Jealous of my story, was you? I've started going. You got jealous, did you? Not been for a while. You get down there, get your favourite seat. <laughs> well, it was nice to go through the adults bit. Oh, yeah. You're normally in the kids bit. Yeah. It was a rare treat to do it as an adult on your own. Also, as an A&E veteran, Rob. Yeah. I was like, I haven't got much charge on my phone. I know I'll be there a while. They send you urgent care first now, don't they, before you even get to A&E? 
What's urgent care? Well, our one is an urgent care section, which is basically like they can try and funnel you off to a GP if it's just like you've got, if there's a kid oh, with right. a really bad chest infection. But how do they know? You've already turned up, haven't you? You go to this urgent care, you see a nurse, and then they either send you to A&E or you wait to see a GP. Oh, well, I went straight through on A&E, Rob. Yeah, you're sat there with a bit of a sore back. Someone's sawn their arm off. No, I tell you what, Rob, I went straight through. Did you? Yeah, because I had breathing difficulties. Oh. It's like having a fucking golden ticket breathing difficulties. <laughs> you imagine that, you sprained your ankle. Yeah, I sprained that ankle, but also I can't breathe. <laughs> so probably let get both looked at quick. <laughs> I was breathing about 20% of my lungs. Really? Yeah, because I couldn't breathe in properly. Oh, was it an asthma thing? No, it wasn't an asthma thing. They kept saying, you fill in an iPad now with all your things. Yeah. I then go through, straight through, mm. bang, because of my breathing difficulties. Barely got to read the book that I brought because I knew <laughs> I'd have a long wait. And then they were like, is it asthma? No. There was a lot of chat of blood clot on the lung at one point. Oh, don't want that for Christmas. Not ideal, is it? I'd rather have it in the leg. That's not ideal. No one wants that. Excuse me, I really wouldn't like to have blood clot on the lung, actually. <laughs> Can we not talk about that one? <laughs> I know, that's not the one I want. Yes, say it quietly outside, please. Can you just say, like, I've got a bit too hard at the gym and pulled my muscles? <laughs> that would be great. I had an x-ray, I had a chest x-ray. All fine. Well, not really. End of the day, Yeah, I've got a chest infection. Right. And uh, I've given antibiotics. <laughs> It's fucking hell, mate. What? It's really bad. <laughs> what? Mate, I've had chest infections before. I've not gotten all foils and gone to hospital. Well, exactly, they're different. I've had chest infections before. This is... This is... This chest infection has led to that. I thought there was going to be. I thought there was going to be another reason. I'll be honest, for it. I was hoping for a bigger name to it than the, just. I mean, I think when you found that out, you must have felt a little bit deflated. Well, no, because the other option was blood clot on the lung. Well, no, no, of course you don't want that, but you want something else juicier to go home. Yeah, Josh yeah. has gone to hospital. What is it? Just a chest infection. <laughs> See you later, girls. <laughs> Just talking to my friend who's been very under the weather. He's had a chest infection. You know the thing you had but went to school? Yeah. Anyway, have a lovely day. Bye. Off to soft play. <laughs> Honestly, Rob, when I got there, yeah. they were genuinely very concerned because I didn't have enough oxygen in my blood. Right, okay, because it was so bad. Because I've been breathing so shallow. But that is bad. No, I'm sorry it was unwell. It's not ideal. Yes, I'd say if you've been on all fours with severe pain to the point you've woken your wife up and then gone to hospital and it is a chest infection. Did they say it was a really bad one? Well, yeah, it was a really bad one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because of the pain in my chest. It was fucking awful. Right in if you've had a chest infection that's left, you're unable to get up from all fours. Oh, It was so painful. No, I'm not saying it's not. In the car back from the last leg, I looked fucking mental, Rob. Because I was squirming in the seat. <laughs> like a dog with an itchy ass. Yeah, it was awful. But it was just, I was expecting there to be something else had gone on or whatever. But Do you think I should have used the Latin? What is the Latin for a chest infection? I don't know, but I should have Googled it and then I could have at least... I've got a little thing called... <laughs> Obviously, it's a very bad infection, but I thought it might have been something else. But I'm glad. Yeah, yeah. The Pectus Infectio. 
the pectus infectio. I've got a little thing called pectus infectio. Anyway, Friday, I've left out a bit of my bad week, Rob. Okay, go on. Friday morning before last leg, (coughs) Rose is looking for a box that she's kept 10 years of memories and memorabilia in. Okay. And it turns out the cleaner's thrown it away with the rubbish. Oh. Yes. Yeah. All right. That's a bad one. Yeah. That's tricky. That is bad. And what kind of memories is there? Just sort of... The box of her engagement ring. The book that everyone signed at her 40th. Oh, no. A book she'd written in when was a baby about all the different milestones. Right. Okay. And does the cleaner know she did that? Yes. I think having to listen to that conversation, I would be on all fours groaning in pain. That was pretty horrific. So that's another part of our horrific week. Have you seen sort of a grey box um, with a sort of bow on? Got a few bits in? Oh, yeah, yeah, I've just popped in the bin. When? A couple of weeks ago? (laughs) Yeah, horrific. Oh, well, that's not ideal. Poor Rose. Yeah. I would say that put a very dark mood on the house. On top of the fact that I was on all fours and then in hospital with quite a bad chest infection. A pectus infectio. A pectus infectio. One of the worst they've seen, I'd say. Sunday we go to the circus, Rob. You went in A&E on Saturday. Is it better already then with the antibiotics or just calm down a bit? It was painful, but basically it was the option of us all four going to the circus or me staying at home with my son. And I thought it would actually be easier... Just all go to the circus. To all go to the circus. Keep him busy, yeah. Yeah, than for me to be one-on-one with him. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think, yeah. You can't take chances with pectus infectio. You can't take chances with pectus infectio. Trigger warning, we're about to talk about Father Christmas. Okay. Do you remember a couple of weeks ago the rant about the couple that had told their kid that Father Christmas didn't exist? Yep. So they were there, they'd listened to the episode, Rob. Yeah, yeah, good. Have they ever apologised? No, they, we had a bit of a laugh about it. Oh, did you? Sure. Quite tense laugh, was it? Well, I can see why I weren't invited to the fucking circus. I'd have stuck a bit of home truths on them. Do you know what, Rob? This is yeah. my feeling. Yeah. Maybe they like a bit of honesty. If they're listening to the episode, they can't be offended because their one number one thing is honesty, isn't it, Rob? <laughs> exactly. Just being honest, guys. I'm just being honest. And I'd hate for us to lie on this podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. How was it, though? Were they laughing? What they saying? Yeah, we had, like, all had a nice time at the circus. Yeah. That was, I would say, a successful day. But then Monday came along, Rob. Oh, no. What's happened? What the fuck happened on Monday? Oh, yeah. I'm in quite a bad way at this stage. You overstretched yourself at the circus. I totally overstretched myself at the circus, feeling awful. Sometimes it's just the things that top off the weekend. Yeah. That make it bad. It's not the thing itself, but it's just what it represents. As I said, Plymouth drew with QPR Monday, just before Christmas. I spend the whole day with growing rumours that our manager's leaving to go to Stoke, Rob. Yes, Michael Schumacher. Stephen Schumacher. Stephen Schumacher. Yep, (laughs) that's the wrong one. That's the Formula 1 driver. I knew it was a Schumacher. I'm just going to have to shut my curtains because the sun is in my eyes. Hang on. There you go. They're shutting now. You see that? (laughs) (laughs) that is incredible they're not very thick curtains just take the edge are they going to stop having the sun bits coming no no if anything worse that oh yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, I bought it to relax in this house, not as a podcast studio. I would say that's one of the best clips we'll ever put on Instagram. Well, also, it's a bit of a swag to go. I've got curtains that shut automatically. Didn't even stand up, mate. I'd say, Rob. I've got an app. No one would watch that clip and think, fucking hell, he's living a good life. <laughs> there you go. Rob Beckett's got curtains that don't work. <laughs> Yeah, but I can shut them on an app. Yeah, you can shut them on an app, Rob. That's all I'm but saying. They, it doesn't stop the sun. The sun. No, 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 no. Everyone can see in and the sun gets in. Yeah. Basically, they can see me and the sun comes in whether I've pressed the button on the app or not. Exactly. Some would argue the button's redundant. But if you were walking past, you could see a man moving some pointless curtains yeah. while remaining sitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, I'm in the worst possible position. The sun is right there. Yeah. Anyway, let's carry on. So your manager's leaving Plymouth. I took it really badly, Rob. <laughs> you you messaged me and said you've had the absolute worst week ever. I ended up in A&E. So did I last week. I had a blood clot on the lung. No, you didn't. You had a chest infection in your fucking pussy. That's what happened. <laughs> the cleaner in <laughs> 10 years of memories. Do you know what? Yes, that is bad. Which... Was yeah. a very bad thing in the house. Yeah, no, I'll take that back. You've been into A&E, you've got a chest infection, you're on antibiotics, the memories have been binned, you're at the circus, you're having to confront the people you slagged off on the podcast the other day. Yeah. And now Schumacher's gone. That was, Stephen. I will admit, not the thing I would think would tip me over the edge. So that was too much for you? That was too much for me. He's gone now, he's gone to Stoke, hasn't he? Don't. I felt, do you know what it was? <laughs> After the cleaner binned the box by yeah. mistake and then he left it was just too much betrayal <laughs> i don't know if i can ever trust again what i'd say about this is your problems today were yesterday's dreams josh yeah i know to be in a position to be on the last leg for plymouth to have a manager that's good enough to move plymouth to- have got a manager that people actually want <laughs> i know you're in the championship i've got lungs You've got lungs that work. If you've got a little bit of a pectus infectio going on, but they still work. You've got antibiotics. You've got access to free healthcare. Exactly. All the things that are problems now, you dreamt about. Plymouth in the championship. You're on the telly. You're running a fate. Adam Hills has finally let you present (laughs) the show. (laughs) Come on. Well, parts two and three. (laughs) (laughs) Are you feeling better now, though? At least you're ill. Cause- well, Rob, no. Then Monday night. Oh, still going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets yeah. worse. Yeah. Everything mounts up. Yeah. The insomnia comes back. <laughs> Here we go. Can you remember the insomnia from last year? Yeah, I remember the insomnia. <laughs> it all got too much. The stuff thrown away. Yeah. The extra work on the last leg. The pectus infectio. <laughs> the circus confrontation. <laughs> Was it awkward, that confrontation? No, no, it was fine. It was fine. Do I know these friends, by the way? No, no, they're just people from school now. Fair enough. And then Schumacher leaving. And then I just couldn't get to sleep. Oh, and then Rose went out. (laughs) Rose went out with her friends. Yeah. And I thought, I haven't got a social life anymore. (laughs) All right, okay. So now what's happened is you're a bit under the weather, anxious. Now your anxiety's taken over again. Now you're lonely and have got no mates. Is that what you're thinking? I was like... Since I stopped drinking, I've just lost all friendships. Right, okay. And I haven't. I just haven't organised anything, Rob. And this is your first sober Christmas, isn't it? 
Yeah. We have organised something. We are going for a Pizza Express. Yeah, I haven't organised anything that don't include my kids, Rob. My whole <laughs> social life is my children. We're going to Pizza it's Express. It's the circus. And then we're going to watch Bluey. It's the fate. It's Pizza Express and Bluey. It's some <laughs> Christmas lights. It's Christmas Day. To be fair, when you and Rose dated, Pizza Express and a Bluey was your dream <laughs> night. <laughs> right, so that's in your head. You're not sleeping. I fail to get to sleep. I have to take a Valium to get to sleep. Oh, no. Because I know I've got to get up at 6.30 because we're going to Lapland UK the next day. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Perfect time to visit Perfect Lapland. Time. Pectus infectio. Oh. I'm still in pain now. It's not gone. It still hurts. I apologise. I think I've underestimated this infection. No, no, no. Rob, you're here to take the piss. Okay. Don't apologise. All right, okay. Go full on. <laughs> they can be really bad, though, Pectus infectio. By the way. Rose went out twice during the Pectus Infectio time. Right, I just left you with the kids. I could do bedtime. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Both times she gets back, understandably, pissed because she's gone. It's Christmas week and if you like yeah. a drink, this is piss time. I can only sleep on one half of my body, Rob, because yeah. the other half has got Pectus Infectio. Sure. Right. So I have to sleep <laughs> facing her all night and she's oh. breathing booze into my face all night. <laughs> You've got insomnia, so you're staring down the barrel of an eight-hour shift of old booze breath. <laughs> Thinking I'm driving at 7.30am to fucking Ascot. And she's going to be hung over. And I'm not going to sleep here. I'm just not going to sleep. <laughs> oh, God, this is a nightmare. Oh, no. <laughs> Plymouth have got to get a new manager. <laughs> and I've got no friends. I've got no friends. I've got no social life. What am I doing with my life? Go to Lapland. It's fucking incredible. <laughs> yeah. And your youngest, does he enjoy it? He's, what, he's two and a half, three? Yeah, he yeah. loved it. He took his blanket that he loves. You know, they've got those things that he lives with that he just takes everywhere. That yeah. Santa told him the name of it. All that kind of stuff went well. Ah, oh, brilliant. Yeah. It was incredible. We get back. I'm going to a leaving drinks. I'm like, do you know what? This is my social life. So you've driven to Ascot and Bath, but now you've got a night out. Four hour round. I feel fucking knackered. I feel yeah. fucked. Yeah. Just about to leave. Turns out we can't find his blanket. No. That he's had for two and a half years. So you've had to go out for your only social event without the kids and you've lost his special blanket. Two and a half years. Oh. And we're like, he can't sleep without it. He's a fucking Lapland. This is it. I just can't believe this has happened. And the only way you're going to get back, not only have you got to go to Ascot, you've got to go and do that special saying by the tree for the Lapland portal to open. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm never going to sleep again. My insomnia's going to come back. This is it. At least you have company now, because he's not either. <laughs> Rose is going to be breathing on my face. <laughs> anyway, we found it. All right, well, where was it? He'd hidden it in an empty Christmas hamper that we'd been sent. Oh, my God, that is stressful. Yeah. Why would you look in there? Why would you hide it? He's too young to know where he's left stuff. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Anyway, I go out to this leaving drinks. Who's leaving? Phil Harris, the commissioner of entertainment at Channel 4. Oh, yes. I oh, know, Phil. He created Celebs Go Dating. Big up, Phil. He did. Cool, he's paid for some fucking holidays for me, that man. Good man. <laughs> Good man. <laughs> Theories 10. Yes, please. Like he sent us Celebs Go Dating. 
I get there. I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to know anyone. First person I see, thank God, Alex Horn. <laughs> All right, yeah. Yeah, so that was nice. And he's like, this is my friend. I can't remember what he said her name was. Because <laughs> you couldn't hear a fucking thing. Yeah, it was okay. so loud. So actually your social life is going to a leaving drinks with someone you know through work. Yeah, exactly. That would get in your head as well, because then you're going, these yeah, aren't even actually exactly. sort of all my mates. There's other people here that yeah, this yeah, is yeah. a work family. This, this isn't me. This isn't me. I'm Josh. I'm Plymouth. Schumacher's gone. I just want to sit with my friends. Yeah. Get that, Alex Horn. He's lovely, though, He's Alex. like, this is my friend. Yeah. After about a minute, I think, Alex Horn's friend is awful. <laughs> <laughs> She's really drunk and rude. And then she goes to go for a cigarette. I'm like, oh, who's she? And he's like, I've never met her before in my life. <laughs> oh, but you thought they were mates. <laughs> she was so rude. Was she? And she kept finding me in the party. Oh, and being increasingly drunk and rude to me. Really? And I'm like, this is what I imagined being sober was like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I, even I, I'm a confident person, but if I'm going for like something where I don't know everyone, I still need to have a couple of beers to loosen up. Yeah. Maybe just start drinking again. <laughs> joking. Anyway, so she ruins it for me. I have to go home. <laughs> One point, she physically... Do you know what? This is a bad week, actually. I, uh, the chest infection threw me, but this is not a great week. This is not the week leading up to Christmas you dreamt of, is it? It was nice to see people. I saw people who I don't see very often. Yeah. And I saw Phil and I got to say goodbye to him. But then I'm talking to my friend, Simran. She comes up to me again and she tries to move my arms to make me dance. And I'm like... Oh, I just can't deal with this anymore. Do you know what I've started doing? I've been just been telling people to fuck off. I was so close, Rob. You should. Just do it. What's the worst that could happen? You should go, do you know what? Can you just fuck off? I just thought... Why not? What's she going to do? I don't know what her job at Channel 4 is, Rob. Right, okay, that's a fair point. (laughs) Yeah. That's the problem with work drinks. (laughs) That's your issue there, isn't it? She might be the big boss, Rob. Oh, God. Yeah, that is a danger. So then I went home. <laughs> Tell you what's difficult, trying to get a cab in Soho at 10.30 on the last Wednesday before Christmas. <laughs> Fucking Nora. All sober and famous. Stood there. My phone's not working either. Not- oh, and get this. The bit on my windscreen has broken So to stick my phone on. Right, okay. So it keeps falling out when I'm driving. I had to go the whole way to Lapland with it propped up on a mince pie. <laughs> That's festive, though. It's festive. I've got a a rotting mince pie in the cup holder because it keeps (laughs) my phone at the perfect height for me to be able to use it as a map. Merry Christmas. So that was Wednesday? No, no, yesterday. That was last night? That was last night. Oh, Josh, you had a shit run up to Christmas. Then I got home, but I slept last night. Did you? So it's a new start. And I don't feel like my lungs are in pain, so maybe that's that's a win. The antibiotics will have kicked in by now. Yeah. Fair play to those people in A&E. Respect to the NHS, etc. It was uh, wonderful to watch. And I said, is it a nightmare on a Saturday before Christmas? And the woman went, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Just walked off and screamed into a pillow. Oh, yeah. I also, by the way, I went for the x-ray and she was very busy. She was like, you know, you're way back to the where you were. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, I got lost in a hallway where every door was 
needed a pass to get out of it. <laughs> All of them would have that magnetic lock on it. Thank you to the nurse that saved me after 10 minutes trapped in a hallway with a pectus infectus. <laughs> pectus infectio. Pectus infectio. Sorry. Learn your Latin, baby. Sorry to blather on. You had a busy few days, lots going on, memories have been lost, Christmas confrontations at the circus, drunk woman at a work event. What else have you got planned for the rest of the week then, Josh? What have you got? It's Wednesday now, the 20th of December. Talk me through your lead up to Christmas. Bluey. Me and you are going, well, not me, you and our families are going to have a Pizza Express and watch Bluey. Exactly. Stratford pantomime. Oh, East London Stratford. Lovely. Who's on? Yeah. Don't know. Oh, should we have a look? Sunday off. I don't think it's a celeb one. My brother's uh, girlfriend, who's a, a writer, a TV writer, has written it. Jack and the Beanstalk? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Very excited by that. Good reviews there. Yeah, that's good to know. So she's written it differently, or is it still just a normal one? I don't know. I'll find out. <laughs> okay, fair enough. She wrote for Succession, so I don't know whether it's going to be quite um, intense. Jack and the Beanstalk, he just tells the Beanstalk to fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. How's your prep for Christmas going, Rob? Sorry, I blathered on. No, no, it's all good. Well, we went to Tivoli in Copenhagen for a very Christmassy weekend. Oh, my God. We're recording next week after Christmas, so I can... Oh, yeah, you can, you can make that part of your Christmas. Yeah, I'll talk through that then because I, I, I haven't got time for it now. No, so we've got Bluey and Thingy Christmas, Christmas Eve. We're going to go to the cinema to see Willy Wonka. I'm picking up the Christmas food on the morning. I was going to say, how's your Christmas food prep? I do a Marks and Spencer's you love, order. You love your M&S order love it. for Christmas. It's your big thing. I do my own veg and potatoes, but the meat and all the sort of nice starters and snacky bits I get from there. This is weird, though, because the girls, God, I've been working loads up until I broke up for Christmas. The girls are like, Dad, I've not seen you, I've not seen you. I was like, yeah, I know, but I've been working lots, blah, 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 blah. But from then, I'm off. Well, I'm not working. Apart from I'm doing this and another one of these, but they're not working, working. Yeah. I'm in the house and whatever. And then they were like, oh, but you're not coming to soft play. I was like, yeah, but I've got to do this. And then I've got to walk the dogs. And then I'm going to go and see like my friend. And I've got to go and see my friend in hospital. And they're like, oh. I was like, yeah, but just because I'm not working doesn't mean I'm with you 24 hours a day. On Saturday, I've got you all day when mum goes out. There will be times where I'm not with you for the whole week, like every second. And then there was like, all right, oh, but on oh, Christmas Eve, you're not coming for the dog walk with Nana and Amps for the dog? Went, no, no, because I'm going to get the Christmas food. But you, you said you'd be with us. I went, all right, then, come with me and get the food if you want, and we can make that little Christmas tradition. They went, nah, I'm going on the dog walk. I was like, well, <laughs> I'm not excluding you, but someone has got to go and yeah. get the car MOT'd. Someone's got to go and do the food shop, and you can come with me. Yeah. Or not, but you can't give me shit for not being there, surely. Yeah. So they soon weigh on their fucking necks in after that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited. This is the first time when it's been, we've moved the kids' birthdays all forward a week. Oh, yeah. So this is the first week leading to Christmas where it's actually been like, oh, we haven't got that much on, which is exactly what we needed because we overbook and do too much stuff. So yeah. it's looking quite calm. We've got some nice things booked in, going out for dinner with Tom Allen. And his fella Alfie. Oh, he was there last night. Oh, was he? Yeah. Yeah, no, I couldn't go. I was coming back from Copenhagen when it was the party. Oh, so couldn't yes. make it. Did you sort of mention me to all the big wigs at Channel 4 as well, just to sort of be like, yeah, like Rob's still about for work? Yeah, that drunk woman's, I gave her your number and said, get in touch with you. Perfect. Look forward to that. Look forward to all the work coming my way at old C4. She was a piece of work. Do a small business shout out. Let's do a small business shout-out. I've got a small business shout-out here, Josh, but for full oh, transparency, this is where I get my hair cut. That's fine. I think if we use a small business and we like them, yeah. 
it's a very good way to show our support. No, I know I don't like them, but the mother of the owners sent this in. I, don't. <laughs> I hate it. No, that's a lie. I love the barbershop. I wouldn't say that's us over-exploiting our power to use a small business and then give them a small shout-out of the podcast. Well, no, the mum has said it in as well. Just wanted to give my daughter a little shout-out. She owns a barbershop in Petswood, Bromley, Millers at the train station by Petswood train station. They specialise in scissor cuts, taper fades and beard trims. The customers always leave happy with exactly what they ask for. A full consultation is carried out with every trim. What, scissor cut? Yeah, that's because there's a lot of barbers just do clippers. Do they? Around my way, mate, the amount of like shady barbers I've gone in, where you sit down, you haven't even finished asking what you want and they get the clippers out and basically give you an army haircut. <laughs> <laughs> fucking joke. <laughs> These guys love what they do. Great music, great cuts, and a really fun and happy environment. Genuinely, so Charlotte Miller, this is her mum sent this in though. So Charlotte runs this brilliant barbershop. I love going in there. Very polite, very kind, very professional. And it's a very good atmosphere in it. Best haircut in, in Bromley, I'd say. Oh, there we go. It's wearemillers.co.uk. Get yourself booked in for a haircut if you live southeast. Travel for it if you want. Yeah. I wouldn't get on a train from Wigan. Yeah. They're great, but just save the train. It'd cost too much. Yeah, I don't think it's worth it. They also do like little facials for men as well, which I've had, which are amazing. Do they? Yeah. Father and son under 10, 29 quid. There you go. But yeah, it's a proper good haircut and they know what they're doing. All right, Josh, have you got another one? Yes. Hi, uh, my name is Michelle. And I run a business called Find Your Spark, which specialises in working with children, young people and adults with ADHD. This follows on from my own late diagnosis of ADHD at 37. So I now want to help others not go through the struggle as I did. We deliver ADHD coaching one-to-one and in groups across Essex, as well as offer these services online as well. Website is www.findyourspark.co.uk. Instagram at findyoursparkadhd. And as a special gift, listeners of this podcast can have 10% off any service as we want to help as many people as possible. Thank you so much for making me laugh and smile over the years. You are sexy and relatable. Legends, warm wishes, Michelle. Yes, big up, Michelle. Haircuts and ADHD, full package. What more do you want for Christmas? Josh, I'll see you at Pizza Express at 11.30 (laughs) a.m. in a couple of days' time. Strange time we've chosen, (laughs) but there we are. That's our life these days. Well, the thing starts at one, doesn't it? I know. What is it? It's like big Italian pizzas, some pasta, lovely, Peroni if you're after it. What is the bluey? The bluey? I've got no idea, but it feels timely enough to Christmas. <laughs> it filled a gap, didn't it? <laughs> oh dear, one till four, perfect time. And straight on the Rattler home, get in bed. Yeah. New day tomorrow. Right, I'll see you. In, um, oh, oh, have a good, well, I'll see you only, but on the podcast, I'll speak to you after Christmas. We'll chat about Tivoli and how our Christmases went. Oh, I look forward to it. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.